welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcast equivalent of biting your tongue, it's swelling up, and you continuing to bite it all throughout the day. Oh, that's that's us D- deliberately. Just to, no, just when you're eating. You know how when it when it swells, and then it and then you and then you for, you kind of obviously forget about it because you're so hungry and you start eating and then you bite right. down on it again and maybe like the second or third bite of whatever is you're eating and and it's like you can feel the tears are welling in your eyes as right. you're biting down. It's that painful. Ooh. Um, yeah. On on days like this, what do you reckon the average of bites on tongues are in the twenty four hour period after the first one? No, it's a good point actually. Yeah, no, maybe like three or four. They're right. so painful. Like, yeah. and you you do learn though. You do learn. You do learn. How are you? I'm, I'm in right. that. I'm in. I'm in that mood tonight. We chatted about what, this what earlier. Mood, what, f- what mood's that? We've finished work and it's the end of a. It's we're, we're recording on a Friday night and we've both both had a. You've got an Elvis juice in hand. Yeah, we've. Well, um, I don't do now. We're rounding it off. Is it, it, is it, is it, it in the, your hand? Is, is it this kind of day? Is it's it, it's one of these kind of oh days. No. Do you remember? Do you remember? I was. I, I was. Nail under it. Oh, go on. Come on, get in there. Right. Get your nail under. Oh, oh, oh here he is. And and listeners, if you obviously are chilling, listening to this podcast at the end of a long week, please have you you know get yourself a beer. Alex has bought you one. Check the fridge. If you don't believe me, it's in there, isn't it, yeah. Alex? You put it in their fridge, yeah. didn't you? And, Yes, and I'm he's, I'm there. I'm there also. He's like an alcoholic <laughs> Santa. <laughs> I'm there also. You'll just you'll just open the fridge. See It'll that just dark, be me just taking a sip out of your See that beard. dark corner of your room? Alex is in that corner. Mm. He's everywhere. He's come up with a signal now. That way that they know that when the signal's in the sky, Alex is in your room. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. It's just him. They, we have a signal now. I like no, that. It's it's just it's just my face. Yeah. You know how they you know how they do you know how, no 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 I know you know how you know how they are doing that holographic ABBA show now. Yeah, yeah where yeah. you can like light project. It's, yeah, yeah, it's just it's your just, face. It's just my face over in London. The clouds, over London, having a sip of beer, <laughs> and it's just like, and all the criminals are like, not tonight, not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> call that night. <laughs> hey, hey, let's go. Hey, I'm not scared of him. No, let's go. <laughs> we have a signal now. I like that line. Did I ever tell you that? I like that line. What? The the line. We have a signal now. Like because it makes it sound like a journal. We're still talking about the Batman. We'll do a bit. All right. Forward, okay. Yeah. But, oh my goodness. Still listen yeah. to that score. Um, but oh man, what a week. I'm just like. I You're just, done, are you? I'm just. It's just one of these weeks and. Just oh man! You got any fun plans for the weekend? We are recording us on Friday night, but yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're going to Windsor tomorrow or maybe Sunday. Oh, just take ourselves nice. away for the day. Take it, take it, taking advantage of that flash twenty degree weather that we've been enjoying. The it's last been good. Of days. I hope it stays. Definitely won't. Alex, what about you? Have you got any nice um, weekend plans? <laughs> no, I'm working all weekend. Oh, excellent! That sounds lovely. That's, <laughs> yes. that sounds excellent. I just it, it's it's funny, right? I, I was like. You're not prepared for this. We're not prepared for this as adults, are we? Just this constant slog. Do you remember when we were kids, how epic things were? Yeah. Do you remember that? I was chatting with a mate of mine um, who I work with, and he's he's ethnic. He's really funny. We joke around stuff like this. And we were joking around. I was like, I made a comment about how some things were combining together in my workplace. for I can't remember what it was. And I was like, kind of like the Power Rangers. And I was like, do you remember the Power Rangers? And he was like, yeah, I remember the Power Rangers. And the two of us were just sat there. And I was like, the thing with the Power Rangers was, 
when <laughs> when the Power Rangers combined, like the Mighty Morphing Power Rangers, when they combined together, it was just it was just the shit. There was no right. other way. Do you know what I mean? Like when that thing, I remember watching it, and I would just be sat there, just like mouth open, like, oh my god, like. Uh, and and the guitar was just going go go power range and the fucking the eagle would swoop in from the side i can imagine you i can i can imagine you because i because i i was because i was a free i was a frequent visitor to the living room that you would have been watching this in and i could just imagine you you and your brother bouncing up and down on the floor just like go on morph morph do it no 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 but we weren't even like that we weren't even we weren't even like cheering it on right Right. We were. It was. It was even before that. It was like the first time you were exposed to Power Rangers, and you were just like, "Oh my god!" Like you would. You would just be sat there, and your little mind has fucking melted, and you're just. <laughs> you're like, oh. and, he, and my mate, the, he came back to me, and he was. He's a bit older, and he said it was the same for me with Thunderbirds. And I was oh, like, yeah. what? And, he, and he was like, it's like, you know, when you're a kid and your mum's in the kitchen, like doing something or making food, and your dad's upstairs. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and you just run in and you're like, mum, mum. And you like grab her and she's like, what's wrong? And, you, and you're like, oh. and she's like, slow down, use your words. And you're like, the swimming pool, it, mo- it moved to the side and a rocket came up. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't, and, and she's like, calm down. One of them's in space and he just lives there. And they just fucking deal with it. <laughs> and it's just, you know, that just, you're just, it's utter, you're just utterly incredulous. You've never yeah. seen anything like yeah, it no, in your life. I know. No, but you're so, you're so right. You, you, you laugh at something on telly and it's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. And some something else is the most epic thing in the world. And it, it's just so exciting. And you do go to your parents and you, and you, you know my mum and you yeah. also know that she is the queen of, that's nice, dear. That's nice, dear. Yeah. No one gives and a shit. And she's, and she's like, and she's like, calm down, calm down. And she like gives you a cup of water, and you go, and you just down the whole water in front of you. And you, anyway, mum. Anyway, the the trees they move aside, and then and it, Thunderbird two comes out, and and you're like you're like struggling to get it out because you're so excited. Yeah, <laughs> I just love that. Remember those days, Alex. Remember those I days. To, I, I don't know. Uh, I never, never, never watched it. Uh, you must have had your thing. What was the thing that blew your mind when you were younger? There must have been something that was just like, when I when I saw this on screen for the first time, I was like, holy shit. I mean, I mean, there must have been something. There must have been. I can't were think you of not, anything off the top, I mean, top I, of my I mean, head. Well, I, I never what... watched the Power Rangers because it was on a it was on a channel with adverts, and I wasn't allowed to watch the channel with adverts because I'd end up wanting the toys, <laughs> and and I wasn't. <laughs> Nonsense. No, but like it's so funny. It's so funny that it's what, bloody the, excellent parenting, is what it is. <laughs> Maddie wasn't allowed to watch Cartoon Network because all the kids spoke back to their parents. But that what? is a new level. That is a new level. It makes perfect sense, Alex. That is unbelievable parenting. But uh, but it's but what I love about that rule is that's yeah. not a rule that just 
you just invent, no. right? There must have been an incident that has started that. That's what oh, went through my head. Right. Okay. You must I have, can't. You hand must to have, heart. Hand on hand to I heart. Because I know what you were like as a wee boy, and you no, must no. have just got something in your head, and you were just not letting it go. <laughs> oh, man. What did you not let go? Oh, no, that, I don't know. I can't remember. Hand to heart. And, 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 hand and, to heart, I can't remember. Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, if the next time, the next time I'm around yours, I want to take a photo of you as a wee boy because you were a cute wee boy i was you were, you I was. were a sweet wee boy and you had your i was wee, yeah you had your i was wee, blonde you had blonde, and you had your wee spiky hair and you had glasses and you had glasses from a very young age and you oh, were, yeah. and you were just so impressionable and i would have just loved to see the, the incident that kicked off right no more adverts for alexander <laughs> oh that is unbelievable parenting. That's made me uh, laugh so much. Oh, uh, clearly, clearly. That I don't just, think our listeners have their eardrums left, frankly. Just, I'll turn it down. That just caught me off guard. That really caught me off guard. Oh, I wasn't allowed to. Anyway, um, but excellent. Well, that's, that's yeah. very good. That's what we yeah. chat about. We, we should move on. Well, I was going to say for you, it would have been the second beam on the lightsaber. I mean, that mu- you must have lost it. When Darth Maul opened the second beam. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. I did know, absolutely know? lose my shit in that, screen, in that scene. You are so right. That that was just it. That that was it. The, you, the Darth Maul reveal. And then the second see, blade. Who did you go and see that with? Dad. Was it your dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been lovely. And then he took me to say, "What's really funny? Yeah. I never, I didn't work this out until recently." Wait, wait just before you drop, though. No, oh, it, for fuck's it's, sake! But it's the whole thing because you were such a wee nerd, but it was you were an adorable wee nerd. But he couldn't buy stuff on the channel because you weren't allowed to. That is just right. you. I love that. I want to squeeze you. That's so right. Funny. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. So, so you know, Phantom Menace came out in '99. <laughs> yeah. So you, how old would you have been? Like ten, nine? Seven. Seven. Okay, fine. Seven. Yeah. Do, do of course. Maths. I thought you were eighty nine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go on then. No, no, no. Um, and yeah, we went to see it. My my sister, my youngest sister, mm. also also born in 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 ninety nine, and I couldn't for the life of me work out until very recently why my dad of all people would take me to the cinema to see the same movie like five times. Oh, I know where this is going. Yeah, yeah that's very <laughs> good. That's excellent parenting. He's a crafty I didn't, one. Your I dad. didn't. I didn't work this out until recently. I just thought he was nuts for the Phantom Menace. Honestly, I thought See he just it loved it. I thought. Times. Yeah. I thought he was just like, oh, this new Star Wars film is brilliant, <laughs> and I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take my son to see the new the, the new Star Wars film five times in like in in the space in like the space of the, of two months or something like that and it only dawned on me that he was like oh, i've got a screaming newborn at home i can I just see, go and see i can just i can no but i can just see your mum like uh, like the comedy in that is like your mum misinterpreting it and it actually being because your mum thinks your dad just is obsessed with this movie oh and right she's yeah, like, yeah and she's like we're gonna need to talk why yeah. why have you, why have you gone to see this movie five times at the cinema well i don't think she knew it at the time Really? Oh, that's I don't excellent. know. I don't know. Oh, I don't that's know. That's so funny. Oh, it's, it's really funny, though. Uh, anyway, of course, we are not uh, a double lightsaber podcast. We are, of course, yeah. a music and a movies podcast. And each week, we will talk to you about some of... Um, the. I mean, it, this was a good film. This was a good film. 
some of the most yeah, I, turning I guess, red. But I but I think I was gonna say some of the most forgettable Pixar movies out there. Is it just me? I'm, I mean, I'm going to be the cynic for this one. I mean, I've got okay. good points to say about this movie, and I've got you know, oh, I, good. I did like Can't it, but, wait. but this is. I mean, so hang on, I've got the actual fact in front of me here. Stand by, because I I think the the thing at the top of this is this movie was intended to be released in theaters in 2022. Yeah, but as with Soul and Luca, it jumped from a planned theatrical release to an exclusive debut on Disney Plus due to the rapidly increasing spread of of uh, Omicron. Yeah. Pixar's staffers were once again dissatisfied with the next big feature being stuffed onto the platform without a theatrical release. Yeah. Now, it's a bit of a worrying trend, isn't it? It is a worrying trend, but I'd like to ask the question, I'd like to ask the question, what is the trend here? Because this is not as good as Pixar. Like, this is not the best of Pixar. I don't think it is. I think you're right, but I still think it has a Pixar something. Oh, no, no, I do, I do agree. I do agree. I think, I think it's got a... Well, for the, for the, majority, got, of the, for the majority of the film. For the majority, for the majority of it, but it does do the Pixar thing that Pixar does, which is make you think about the... Um, the the bigger themes involved and yeah. what what the movie's actually about versus what it looks like it's about. Yeah, and even if even if the ending does, you know, if the end sort of well, by the time it gets to the end, it kind of descends into a lot of stuff that we've seen before, and the the wrap up is not that overly interesting. Mm. I think the concept of the film is still very much like if somebody said to you somebody pitched you this movie and was oh, like no, no, yeah. we're going to make we're going to we're going to we're going to make we're going to make this movie and on the face of it it's this but it's actually like this and you mm. had to sit there and go what studio's going to make that it wouldn't take you long to work out that it's a pixar film that's true yeah that's true that's true but i think there's something in it i mean like i i would say you know the decision to take this straight to Disney Pixar uh, to to Disney Plus. <clears throat> you're right; it's a worrying trend, and I can't help thinking that it's because of the quality. I, I, I'm of and and also of the disruption because <clears throat> Disney. You know, the, the, there's a big thing in this where you can't disrupt yourself, and Disney's kind of trying its hardest not to, right? But I watched Encanto. Um, yeah. two weeks which ago. Which I have still not seen. I watched which is it two weeks disgusting ago. Disgusting. I, I have not seen it yet. But you know, I watched it and <clears throat> it's all right. It's all right. I, I would say this is better. Turning Red is still better. Okay. Okay. But, but I think Frozen. Um and 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 you know is an example of this. Tangled and Encanto and Encanto is the most recent example where Disney. Uh, animated studios is disrupting Pixar in a really in a really substantial way you know there there was a time if you track back there was a time where Disney Pixar was so innovative in its approach the word in quality and and but but it's because of it's because of the dedication that, that they had the influences from from last uh, was it was it Rats, no Laster and, and Steve Jobs I'm trying to think who, yeah. who you know and the ability to 
to think ahead and 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 to and to use and embrace technology and how they created their movies you know it truly was an innovative studio department the the, the secret sauce at the heart of it was also the storytelling now yeah as time has gone on i think technology has come a long way it's caught up it's being more cost effective for disney to be able to make non pixar related movies i think the shine of pixar is now no longer recognizable. Now, there's a couple of things in this that I thought were really quite incredible. Yeah. There, there was a there was like a ripple of the water that I thought was absolutely astonishing. And I remember we talked about the water in the Good Dinosaur. Yeah. But, but I just think that what you have right now is, and I think you you said it there earlier, was it's the, the special sauce of of Pixar, um, and that's really all it's got going for it. This movie, that kind of. The, the kind of the story beats it being really quite out there yeah. um, because everything else has kind of been caught up. And I think the the final rung on the ladder is Disney are now no longer deploying theatrical releases for these sort of movies because they accept that a modern audience member, and I am included in this, could not tell you which one of these two, Encanto and, Pic- uh, and Turning Red, was the, the Pixar and which was not. I mean... I thought Encanto was a Pixar. Right. And if you had said Turning Red is not Pixar, you know, contrary to what I just said earlier, I think having seen the film, I would have been also convinced that it wasn't a Pixar. The point being, I just think that this is, I think this is the the first of many nails in the coffin for that studio. I don't know. I still, I, I still see a lot of Pixar in the Turning Red. And I, and I, can also see in even though i've not seen encanto but a lot of the more recent disney forays that have got that um computer animated shine to it i think uh um another example of one that people got confused with was um what was it what was it called big hero six yeah big hero six a lot of people thought was uh a Pixar movie and Wreck It Ralph. I think people, some people thought that was yeah. a Pixar movie at the t- at the time. Yeah. Um. I there is something I really couldn't tell you exactly what it was about it, but you can tell, and I think you still can tell, and I think, and I think there's a reason why Pixar still exists. You know, Disney bought Pixar donkeys ago, mm. and if they weren't interested in still making Pixar movies that were quintessentially what they felt Pixar represented, they just wouldn't do it anymore. Mm. They just, they just put it all Disney. Why would they mm. do it? Why, why wouldn't they just say, Oh no, it's just, it's just all Disney. Mm. They bought the technology. They're, they're using computer animation in, for lack of a better term, the normal um, mm. Disney stuff. So why bother doing the Pixar <laughs> stuff? And I do think it's because of the super, kind of original story like if we if we just say what what turning red is about it's about it's about turning into a big red panda but it's not actually about that it's it's symbolic of uh, a coming of age story of uh, girls getting their period yeah yeah that that's that's what about and that is such a pixar kind of pitch isn't it yeah yeah no exactly yeah it I really is more. yeah you, it really you, is. You wouldn't really tell that with a Disney animated studio. No, and I think Disney, as a big corporation, 
want to keep Pixar as this identifiable studio in order to tell those stories yeah. that people want to tell. Yeah. You know, the, the Encantos, I've not seen it yet, so I'm just talking on assumptions. But it's safe. Here. It's a that's safe. The, it's yeah, a safe that, that's the big, colourful, singing, dancing kind of yeah. um, uh, princessy story type thing. And I don't, And I don't say any of those bullet points to, like, diminish the no, quality top because you're a lot 100% of them because right. a lot of them have been fantastic but there's such a relatable human element to yeah. even the weakest of the pixar movies and yeah i would class that class this movie in that category but it still does the pixar job <laughs> of what pixar is yeah. still around to do that's yeah. my feeling no 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 i 100 right mate I, I, i'll put some like I put some kind of like business terms to this because it's it's 100% right like what you're getting at is how utterly ambidextrous the animated powerhouse of Disney really has become you know yeah. the, the 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 talkies that's what Disney were <laughs> you know that's yeah. what they pioneered and 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 it is it is a vastly um you know different industry to to when it first started but you're, it, what this movie does demonstrate, it, to, to exactly to your point, is how ambidextrous they really are. They they have exploring, they have their exploring arm, which is Pixar, and their exploiting arm, which is their studios. Now, if you dig into those, you you know any good business needs to be able to do both, right? You need to be able to be trying new things, but then having a mechanism to exploit the, the model from them. Now, you've got movies like Turning Red, movies like Luca, okay, movies like Coco movies like i think the the soul is a really good example where yeah. you're right you're 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 not telling traditional stories using animation you're 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 really trying to say something you're yeah. you're, you're pushing out there you're exploring the um the, the, almost like how comfortable the audience is or a modern audience is to that story story matter like i i see pixar as disney's arm to really kind of it's the market research as far as i'm concerned right because then you have the exploit which is the films like encanto now encanto is a really interesting film because it's all around superpowers and people in a family gaining superpowers using lin-manuel miranda's soundtrack there's right. there's nothing that there's nothing explorative about that it's a spectacle they, but yeah, exactly but they're exploiting on known trends it's known right. that people like superheroes. It's yeah, known yeah. that Lin-Manuel Miranda is one of the hottest musicians at the moment right now and, and, yeah, and yeah. songwriters. So, again, Frozen, you know, you've got two princesses in a castle. Like, that is more Disney than ever. But yeah. at the same point in time, you know, you, you, you've got some incredible stories from, like, Wally, which is asking asking you questions about, you know, um, uh, uh, global warming. And and I think that the movies, if you track them, the movies that are less memorable from the Pixar catalog are the ones that are not exploring as much. They're they're maybe looking to exploit, which is why you know if you look at their trilogies as well, the, the Cars films, they were very different films. Each of them. That's not how a standard yeah. trilogy tracks. Um, you know, and Finding Dory, you know, pivots towards mental health. You know, that's that's what they're doing. They're leaning yeah. into these kind of like big topics. So. And 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 then tying that to, to to turning red, I think that was my favorite thing about the movie. My yeah. favorite thing about the movie was the originality of the score and the the ability for the writers to 
to have that freedom to be able to discuss these things. But again, going back to it, I do think it's a worrying trend that this isn't being publicized as much as possible. But it's not because, you know, you know, you could argue it's because the movie's bad. And I think it's the quality personally. But if you were to like, look at this from right. a, a, but if you look at this from a hypothetical sense, why would Disney invest so much money in this when they could invest in one of their exploitative movies? Okay, so I, I I have an issue with the it's not good enough to go into cinemas thing because that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. This, it this, is ridiculous. This, this might this might be in the <clears throat> lower third of Pixar movies, but, of but, course. But but. You know what else it was out at the cinema? Fucking Trolls World Tour. I don't. I don't know why. And and I do agree with a lot of like the Pixar staffers who are, you know, disgruntled by this whole thing. Mm. But what are they going to yeah. do about it? What are they going to do about it? Like, what would you do about it in this situation? Well, you, you'd, be, you know I mean? you'd be very, very. Vo- you'd, you'd just be very, very vocal about it. You know, yeah. Disney doesn't want bad press. Bad press is incredibly. But they're not going to boycott. But, but even if they boycott it, I mean, and here's the other thing as well. Some of the some of the director and the key writers of this, you know, they've been they've been with Disney since Inside Out. Um, what was it? To me, she. I think she. She's her first one was Inside Out, right. which was is a very mature start for the Pixar films. You know, they're going to find other people to bring into these things, right? Like, yeah. I, I like the way that I see this is people will be disgruntled. They'll be disgruntled until they're fixed. This is the business model. And then the previous people who used to do the Disney stuff, there's new people who come in. And then this is now the model for these movies. Look, I mean... It, it's, it's, it is bizarre. Filmmakers, filmmakers want their films up on the big screen. They, it's, it, it's like this magical kind of... It's where that art is supposed to be projected. It's not mm. supposed to be um, projected at home. And businesses can and corporations can try and push push that and make us believe that that's where the future is going. But I don't know. But I don't don't know about you. But I enjoy every single movie. Mm. more because I see it in the cinema. Yeah, and that has never <clears throat> changed. Of course. It's not, of course, we are missing the big thing about this argument, Alex, which is this movie wasn't really meant for us, was it? You know, no. and actually, there's the other thing that we're totally missing from this argument. This movie isn't even for kids. This movie is for mums and dads who want the ability to put something on so their kids can just sit down and have a Power Rangers moment, have a Thunderbirds moment. The, the thing just turned into a bear. They just want to be able to put them and part them in front of this in front of this screen. Now, what's more desirable to you as a young parent, having to take your kids to the cinema in public, strap them in, get them in the car and stuff, or have the new release straight to you on your TV? You can part them there. Yeah. Okay. So why not do that to Encanto as well? It's the same thing. Well, Encanto's it's on streaming, is it not now? Well, it is. But why put that? But why put that in the cinema in the first place? Uh, well, because again, it's on buses and everything. They're like, I want to go to the cinema. I want to go and see it. And then you're like, fuck's sake, I've got to take this one to the Turning cinema. Re- Turning Red was on all the buses, and a five year old doesn't. And a five year old doesn't know that on the uh, right at the end of it, it says exclusively on Disney Plus. It's not. Well, I know that's what I'm saying, but it's not for the five. The five year old's not the customer. The parents, the customer. Right. The parents, the customer. Yeah. It's bollocks. 
Let's let's move on. I don't know. I think there's a re. I think there's got to be something in it. I, I mean, I, I'm of course there's reasons for it, but like <sighs> it's still very disappointing to see. Yeah, it is disappointing. It is disappointing. It's. I mean, but it's disappointing because it's a shame for the staff. That's why it's disappointing. Yeah, that's the disappointing thing. What did you? I mean, what 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 did you think about the? The, I think if if we kind of summarize the movie, because I sort of said to you before, like where I thought it peaked and where I thought it troughed. Yeah. Um. What did What did you think about the movie in terms of the pacing and how it delivered you the story? I mean, I I thought it was great. It was really relentless at the start. Like it was, it it went right in with the this is the main character and she is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like she is yeah. hyper energetic and just yeah she really was a lot and then you meet her friends and they are also a lot in Mm. their in their in their own ways and then it very quickly you know turns on its head and you know you get into the crux of the story um and i and i really really liked that and you did kind of get the gist of what this movie was about in the first third of it Mm. Mm. really and then the rest of it was sort of how how the characters are going to deal with that with all with changes and all those things um what was your question no i think you've answered it like what was the pacing of it like i mean i yeah you've answered it right but i i, I think you're the the bit that you missed at the end is something that i think we're probably both in agreement with which is i i don't think it finished that strongly i think it started very well and and when we say started very well when I first turned this on, because I knew we were going to watch this for the show, I I said this to you, I was like, oh, God, I wasn't in the mood for this. And it started and she's on the screen and she's very, it's the first fourth wall break from a, you know, like a narrative for, for a Disney film, yeah. uh, Pixar film, sorry. And she's full on. But then there's a couple of little indicators that show you like, this isn't like the world according to her. She's just existing in her own world. Like this is the world according to her, yeah. but other people can see her. It's not like one of these like Lizzie McGuire moments, you know, where like no right, one yeah. can see her looking at the camera and all this sort of stuff. Like that's what I was like, oh God, here we go. But like, but she... it has very much of the time though, isn't it? Well, no, no, okay. it, well, it, exactly. But like, it's got that, con- it's got that contemporary mix to it as well, where she's looking at the camera, but she's kind of picking her moments because she knows that she's pretending to be Lizzie McGuire. If, if that makes sense. Cause right, like, okay. pe- you know what I mean? Like, People see her talking, like people would see her and they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Right, Whereas yeah, like yeah, in Lizzie yeah. McGuire, no one would ever go to her like, what are you doing? Yeah, um, sure, sure, sure. So, so, so oh, like, I hadn't picked up on that. So, so, and, and I like, and when I, when I, and I don't know maybe if that, I don't know if that's right or not, but that's no, the I vibe like, that it I, gave. I like it because obviously the, the, the year that it's set is 2002. Sure. Yeah. Which <laughs> it's such a vibe isn't it yeah it really yeah. is it really is such a vibe and i think that kind of lizzie mcguire connection that actually she's not actually breaking the fourth wall she's pretending that she's breaking the fourth wall but then for us the audience we're getting a kind exactly. of fourth wall breaking effect and i yeah. hadn't actually i hadn't actually clocked that i just saw that saw it as yeah. uh, breaking the fourth well, because wall but she i stops do actually doing really it. like that i do really like that because she stops doing it doesn't yeah, she as right. the movie yeah. goes on and and i and when i when when i recognized that that's what was happening i was like oh this has made this movie more palatable because it's it's demonstrated that it's created a character that's overwhelming obnoxious but the movie itself is very self-aware of that and it knows that you're rolling your eyes and when it when i 
when I knew that the movie was rolling its eyes at me was through a couple of like the little throwaway lines that were coming off some of like the, the supporting characters and cast. And I can't think of anything yeah. particularly, but like yeah. I giggled at a few bits. I, I was laughing hysterically mm. through most of this, actually, mm. to be honest. It, I really, really it tickled it. it tickled me. But so, so, so yeah, I mean, like, I was instantly not in the mood. It started, I was like, here we fucking go. And then I was like, okay, no, give it to you. This is fine. And then it just sadly just tapered away, right? Like, the end sequence, I mean, we're doing full spoilers, of course, but the end sequence yeah. with, you know, the multiple bears um, fighting the big bear, I mean, it was just a bit, like, cool. I just didn't really have anything for it. Um, no, I, I, I get I get that perspective. I mean, the longer the longer I've thought about that last sequence, I think there is a lot to be uh, learned from from that scene and why the mum is this massive, huge, huge, huge red panda, like Godzilla sized panda, mm. and the fact. It, it, and the reason being is because of all of her really repressed mm. emotions and that she's actually the most repressed character in mm. the whole thing out of all the females in this she's the one that is the most damaged as it were so her panda is the biggest mm. and so uh, th- there there are these little nuggets i think like that that you can kind of cling on to that keep you in that kind of like Pixar asking questionsness of it. Yeah, yeah. But then on the screen, you've just got a big Godzilla red panda <laughs> in a in a stadium. No, and it's um, and and I and I, again, like I said, I thought it was um, I thought it was funny, and I, I did like the message, you know, like the the the, the message of the coming of age story, and I and I I liked a couple of the um. I liked a couple of the, the kind of obviously it was a one-two punch twist, right? Because if you didn't know what this movie was about, and that that night happened, she woke up in the morning, she's a big panda. That's a huge twist, right? But yeah. I thought that arguably the bigger twist was when she's been she's trying to hide it from her parents. Yeah. And and then eventually her parents find out and they say, Oh, we know. And I and I was like, that's really refreshing. Not yeah. a case of like they're going to freak out and they're going to shout and this is a weird thing. This has never happened before and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it's when it when they went, yeah, we know. And that's when it kind of it picked up the Pixarness for me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think a standard film would have just been like, oh, this is weird and it's a weird thing, but we're going to turn you back or whatever. I made a spell when you were younger, but no, yeah. it's like, no, this has been happening to us for generations. So yeah, I mean, it was well, absolutely. Fine. And and again, like just the, the endless um, parallels with you know a young a young girl getting her period mm, mm. when you know it it it, it can be a quite a traumatic time if it's not taught if it if it's not taught properly and not mm. talked about properly and you get you know real moments where like you know it's re- it's represented in the movie when she's she's turning into a big red panda but her one of her first reactions to that is um is uh i'm a grosser red monster oh, here he is here he's gone there we go yeah sorry i just had to get that that was good yeah, yeah. Good. um but it's, but that's, but you can imagine that that's totally. Imagine the if you hadn't that, watched the previous few episodes. I know. I, I just did. I just did that, yeah. and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, is he's like, "No, right, right. I know, whatever." But you can imagine that that's the reaction that, um, that a lot of girls go through. Yeah, because they have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and then as you say, the fact that like she comes out and she's a big red panda 
slash real world. She's just got her period, and the parents are just like, "It's okay. This isn't. This is normal." Yeah, Some it's things, lovely. They are. Scary, it's great. Though. They are. I mean, obviously. Both, be, both being male, we never experienced that firsthand. But there are some scary things that happen when you come of age, aren't they? Yeah. There's some scary. There's some scary. I have a really personal one. I have a really personal one, and it's this is gonna like this is this is I think a bit too much. I'm gonna tell this story right, and then I might okay. have to edit this one out. Right. Okay. But this one's gonna. Just, we're about to have a. We're about to have a three minute long beep. Everyone, no, brace it's yourselves. Not, it's, not, it's gonna it's be. Not. It's gonna drive you mad. I think I'm gonna have to edit this one out, but you've got to tell me. Do you remember when you? Right, oh, right, right. No, no, no. You stop that, dirty boy, Alex. Right, Alex. This marks Ludwig Göransson's first music score as an animated feature film after previously scoring Walt Disney's animated studio short film Inner Workings 2016 and producing songs for DreamWorks animated Trolls World Tour. Um, right. And then just as a sort of comparison. Oh, bloody hell. I, there you I go. I know, I know. You, did, yeah. you did. Just to zoom out. I mean, this is this is the fourth Pixar movie to have a music score composed by a non-recurring composer after Brave in 2012, which was composed by... Patrick Doyle. Yes, very good. Soul 2020, which was had its music composed by... John Baptiste. It was John Baptiste. And can you remember who the other two were? Nine Inch Nails. Yes, yes, but I can't remember their names. They're a partnership. Um, oh, it's at, the, it's at the front of my head. Welcome back to uh, listening to Alex remember things on the show. <laughs> you join us with Alex. I do know it. I know it, but it's not going to come Should we me. come? Shall I? It, will it not come to you, or do I, do I tell you? Well, I was going to say Luca. So Luca had its, its music. Dan Romer. Dan, exactly. Dan Romer. Yeah, Thank very you. good. Well done. Yeah. Um, oh. Here we go. Atticus Ross. Yep, and you're quick with the Google. You're quick with Googling these. Look at his wee face. Look at Why are you making out like I'm doing that? I am. I am being so genuine with trying to remember this, and you're just like, no, he's fucking. He's fucking googling it. He's fucking googling it. Oh. I love doing that to wind him up. It's just a dick move. It's just a dick move, as if I'm actually doing that. All right, we gotta fucking Google it now. Why? Why? Why pretend? You're just gonna make out that I'm googling it. I'm, I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it. No, come on, Ali, stop googling. Stop. Come on, you can know. do this. Come on. No, you're the best it. at this. You got a good memory. Right, <laughs> I love doing that. It's like in the office, you know, when there he's recording the notes for Michael. He's walking out, and Dwight's trying to hold the meeting to account. And Jim's like, Dwight, why have you got your trousers off? He's like. I uh, just for the record, I do not have my trousers off. Trent Reznor, that's go, the Trent one. Reznor. Thanks, I did Google that. Yes, just just clearing that up. <laughs> just clearing that up. Well, I want to be, I want to be upfront. Oh, that's so funny, Alex. What do you think? What do you think of the score? I liked it. I liked it. Do you know what I liked more? Do, do you know what I liked more than Ludwig Göransson stuff though? What is I liked the boy band stuff. Yeah, I, I think four that... Ta- four Town or whatever the fuck they're called. Well, they were supposed to be NSYNC, weren't they? They were supposed to be N- Oh, no, they were supposed to be name Just a boy band. Generic boy. But I think I think they had the most NSYNC kind of vibes from them. Yeah. Do you know what I thought was a really funny kind of joke? 
and I don't even know if this was a joke, and maybe this is just my kind of musical preferences kind of speak, speaking at the moment, but what I thought was a really funny joke was right at the end when they were doing like the rituals, and it had been foreshadowed in the previous ri- ritual with our main character, with Mamie, mm-hmm. that you have to sing from the heart, but really you can sing anything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type thing. And I love the fact that you had to sing for the, from the heart to make the ritual work. But the thing that made the ritual work for the big mum panda was a cookie cutter corporate boy band who almost definitely um, don't have the heart for it. Mm, mm, yeah. Maybe that is just my musical sensibilities, but I do, I've got this impression of that era of pop groups, right, boy I bands, see, yeah. girl g- girl bands, groups that are literally put together by producers behind the scenes because yeah. they're fucking gorgeous human beings. Yeah, yeah. Who and they don't have to be able to sing. And again, these are all my assumptions, so please don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought, is that a joke? Yeah. Are, are yeah, you? Yeah. Is are you actually? Because I get why the characters. If, the, if it was the characters that were singing these songs because they are obsessed with this boy band, I get that because that's part of their deal. That's part of their progression. And they, they, they are obsessed with this band. So, of course, they're singing from the heart. But the actual <laughs> boy band, mm. they'd be, they wouldn't be seen there for dust. You no. think they're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're singing in that, in, in that absolute war zone of a, of a stadium and, and anymore? And I, yeah. But I did like it. I mean, I, I thought it was quite funny. I mean, like it was a, it was a good catalyst, of course, isn't it, to, to progress the story? That's what the girls are obsessed with. You know, the coming of age, they're obsessed oh, with yeah. the boy band. Yeah, I, yeah. I was fine. What do you think of actually? No, I loved it. I loved yeah. it. No, I really did. And I, again, even though I'm not a huge fan of that genre of music, um, in terms of servicing the story, I oh, totally. really, really loved it. Yeah, like, totally. Really loved yeah, it. yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was very serviceable. And it was, it was great. What do you think of the score? the score had me asking questions to be honest and because i was listening to the whole thing and it's a big old soundtrack it's It's like it's like 30 odd tracks but that's a gorison class like that's what he does do you know what i mean yeah and they're quite short tracks Uh you know they're bite-sized little cues there Mm. but it it had me asking a slightly bigger question and it's which i hate i hate that when they do you hate bigger questions no i hate i hate like do do if you're gonna if you're going to score a movie, anybody out there, and you're going to release it as a CD, okay, either do it in chronological order as the movie went on, okay, so you can relive it, or right. or do it in different, like, score books. So you do the different motifs for different characters. And oh, so see. you've only got, like, eight or six tracks. None of this 40 tracks that are each but 30 that's... seconds long. But this was chronological. This one, I know he did this that. He did, yeah, I know he does that. He does it. Some of them don't. Some of them don't. I'm not. Okay, this one yeah, isn't fair. related to him. But some fair, of them, okay. some of them definitely don't. And it just fair, is okay. like. But I was listening to this, and there was there was a lot of um, well, the boy band kind of vibes going through it, but also the Chinese cultural, yeah, there's a lot of that. Chinese stuff yeah. going in. But and and it was the presence of that that really had me asking the questions, and it was to do with like cultural appropriation, mm. and I was thinking. There's such a, it's a massive conversation at the moment about having um, authentic artists telling their cultural stories. Yeah, right? yeah. So, for example, um, the the director and the main right and the main writer, the person whose film this is, she mm-hmm. she is Chinese. She's um, a, a Chinese Canadian, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, and again, she's telling 
her her story and then you know the actors are, are as such and then i thought why aren't the composers why isn't it why is it a different different rule because here we have a swede a swedish composer yeah scoring and this isn't anything to do with him doing a good or bad job because i know that ludwig Göransson is a you know he's he's a student of world music he he um he's got like warehouses full of world instruments, instrument, yeah, instruments that's his and thing. he's and yeah. he's absolutely fascinated by it. So he's he's well qualified to do this. But why isn't that a question that we as audiences and as I hate to say it, a PC society asking? Yeah. Like why yeah. like why do we get up in arms when a white actor and director makes a Asian influence thing, but not when it's the composer when are when when arguably it's just as important because movies are after all an audio visual format mm. audio is as important as the visual and well you're asking an interesting question but i don't no? i don't i wouldn't no you are you are i mean i would you're asking an inter- yeah it is interesting but i guess like try not to i mean i wouldn't lynch it around the cultural side of things i think the the conversation that you're having is is more akin to you know, obviously, for a long time, it was who are the hottest new actors um, up and coming? Who, who are you know who are the new people on the screen that that you want to go and see and you want to go and watch because they're hot and they're fresh right now? And yeah. over the past sort of twenty or so years, the shift from the starlight has has pivoted not away from the actors in the movie, but it's kind of increased its. Um, it's increased its brightness to include directors, you know. Yeah. So, so nowadays, when a new movie comes out, people are just as interested as to who the directors were, yeah. and then the writers to an extent, than the movie, uh, than than the actors. And I think there was a there was a long time where that really wasn't the case, but now yeah. directors are just as much in the limelight. I guess the interesting question you're asking is, with what about composers? You know, how 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 do you expect a composer? And you, there's only a like there is a, a very small amount of composers that that are currently in do, leading with the Hollywood big hitter movies nowadays. Yeah. And so I guess the question you want is like, when's the opportunity it, to yeah. introduce? When's the opportunity to introduce a new composer if not this sort of movie? Well, do you know when? the 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 answer to that question was and it has passed by the way mm-hmm. the answer to that question was black panther yeah but they didn't but they didn't do it yeah and actually i think turning red is not actually the most egregious example of this i, I don't actually mind and any any of what i'm talking about it just made me it just made me ask the question to be mm. honest but whereas i did actually mind in black panther because it it, it screamed of Let's just keep it Western classical it. orchestra yeah. Marvel yeah. movie, but yeah. just stick in some African drums, and it'll yeah. be, and, and, and it'll be fine. Let's just stick in some tribal rhythms. It'll well, be, it'll is, be, it'll you be know, arguably the same thing it was for like, Boba Fett it, and Mandalorian as well. Well, yeah, yeah, except that's in space. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's it, you know, you can do anything with um that with fan with fantasy, yeah, science fiction stuff. Yeah, like you can do anything with that. But when, well, the, but, but, the but in the case of Black like, Panther, yeah. in the case of Black Panther, when you're when you're trying, when the whole point of the movie is to speak to a different demographic audience and to you know get representation in the movie, and not only that, to make it super high quality yeah which they did on the whole 
it's mm. pretty unforgivable to just half arse it with the with the music and not to say that and again this that was Ludwig Göransson as well and that's not to say that he half arsed it at all because I do like the music of that movie yeah it just should have been something else well I think which I, it wasn't and, and I think that's it I think I think it's just it's, for me you're right I mean it's 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 cultural you, you, you want to try and you, you want to try and keep things as authentic as possible and, and rely on what what you have available to you I'm sure there's a, there's a there's a, a plethora of up and coming composers. I think it's just very difficult, isn't it, to break out as a new composer nowadays and compete yeah. against somebody like Ludwig Gorson. You know, and it's not a it's not a case of these these guys aren't like footballers, right? It's not like it's not like they have a career and then they retire. John John Williams is ninety. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like these yeah. guys are composers are getting older, and they're doing more movies because. People recognize their themes. They recognize their scores. You know, I, I think it's not going to be long before. You know, actually, I, I mean, I go back on what I said previously. If Hans Zimmer is scoring a film, they often show that in the trailer because yeah. he has got to that point mar- where yeah, but he's he's marketable exactly. And I, yeah. I don't think it's far away until Ludwig Gorson's going to be as marketable. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's there too, to be honest. No, exactly. And I think that is the reason why things are the way it is but surely it's wrong Mm, mm. surely it's wrong because if you've got one standard for a certain level of of creatives in a project why can't you apply the same the same the same levels of scrutiny for the other levels worth investigating but then but then you have to ask the questions of where do you draw the line yeah yeah um does everyone on on the creative team have to be of a certain cultural thing and i don't have the answers to these things and i don't even think in the i i have my opinions on what i think it should have been in the case of black panther i'm not so convinced about turning left but it did it was the predominant thought that was going through my head as i was listening to it and i think what's crucially important to that is i wasn't really is i was actually less interested in what the music was doing because actually i wasn't that captivated nah, by it the was, score there was a was lot of fine. nice sounds there was there was a lot of nice sounds and there was thought that went into it but i don't know no nah, it was fine i agree i think i was i was on the fine train yeah. for that one yeah yeah um yeah, I, I just just coming to then. I mean, I, I had a fact. Sorry on the on the the four town, but I forgot to mention when we were chatting. Him, obviously, four town isn't a real boy band. However, it consists of various musicians who opted to voice the five boys in the fictional band. To note, the music of four town is written. It's all written by um, Billy Eilish. Uh, Billy Eilish, sorry, in collaboration yeah. with her brother, music producer Phineas. Uh, Phineas Eilish. Um, so, so you know, and, and songwriter Billy Eilish and um, Maitreya Ram. I cannot pronounce that name. I'm going to do it slowly though to try. Ramakrishan. Shanan, Shanan, Ramakrishnan, Jesus, smashed it, mate. There you go. Who played um, Priya? Uh, th- so they were a couple of months old at the time. So Billy Ash would have been a couple of months old at the time the film took place. So quite, quite interesting that they're now doing yeah. music for this. I know, right? Um, and yeah, I'm, and I, even the trailer, like it used "It's Gonna Be Me" by NSYNC. Um, so to really emphasize that kind of boy band vibe. So, you know, fair, like fair enough to them. Um, also you can't tell me there was one, there's one track and I did make a note of which one it was. Oh, is it the, the, the really catchy famous one that everyone's talking about? Maybe. Hold the Um, phone. It's, what's it called? I think it's nobody, nobody like you. Maybe it's nobody like you. 
Um, or oh no, it's you know what's up. You know what's it's up. You well, know that's Phineas. So that's by Phineas. That's by um, Billy Irish's brother. Yeah, but but the card sequence is Backstreet's back. It's, it's ah, total Backstreet's boys. Okay. Interesting. Oh well, that's good. I mean, like, fair enough to them. Um, you know, picking picking a genre and, and sticking with it. I'm uh, I'm always a big fan of of you know that that kind of thing. Of it, at least it's at least it's going. This is what we're going to try and go for. We're not going to try and do too much. Yeah. But it has that combination of you know boy band with oriental um, scored music. So you know you don't hear that. No, you don't. Good. You you know you don't hear that often. So 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 so. Yeah, you know that that's fair. Fair play to them. Fair play to them. Yeah. but it was just fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, just to just to finish off some fun facts. Some Disney. Do you want to? Did you see any of the standard Pixar trademark stuff? Did you spot anything? Oh, any of the Easter eggs? Yeah, any of the wee Easter I, I eggs? Did not, that they I did not. There? Did you spot? Did you spot? I've them? got them here. Yeah. To be fair, want... I wasn't even looking at. Wait, now you having them there on a list doesn't mean you saw them in the movie. No, How I didn't many, see did them you... in the movie. Oh, you didn't see them in the movie. movie. No, right, okay, but I'm fine. doing it for the listeners, not for you. This, is, this right, isn't. This okay. isn't just. This isn't. See, I don't. I. I. I, I'm, I admit when I'm. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> You're a wee face when I wind you up like that. Oh, I'm gonna get a telling off after we record, everyone. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the, uh, obviously I said Domishi's f- first feature length director debut, Domishi, so she, she, by the way, she already won an Oscar, um, uh, Domishi, uh, for, for, for directing her work on Bow, which I think might've been a, a short, um, I think it was a, an animated short actually that, that was done previously before obviously before before this movie so definitely someone who's who's familiar with um directing sort of asian influenced asian influenced movies yeah it was animated animated short um so that's all those facts now the pizza planet truck oh yeah where it was i've got no idea i don't know the answer to any of these questions you're about to ask it can be seen as (laughs) as mia was running towards the the sky dome i think so it was seen while running towards the sky dome i think it might have been parked in the car park yeah um so that tracks yeah that tracks (laughs) um and then finally the tickets for the four town concert um on it featured name of the studio the original studio which was what i don't know a double one three it's in all the movies Oh yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. yeah. So, Which, um, by the way, just just quickly going back into the movie, are we actually accepting that in two thousand and two these tickets cost two hundred dollars each? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's. Are yeah, we buy? Are we buying that? Because I'm not. Well, it's Canadian dollars, isn't it? <laughs> I tell you, that, that's a fair point. I've got no idea the Canadian, Canadian <laughs> well, that economy. Been, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what the hell do I know? Honestly. <laughs> You called me. You've called me out on my bullshit, and uh, that's me. That's me. I'm done. I, I I don't have an answer for that. Well, Ali, you got me. me. You give bloody me how, got me. Give me how many thumbs up you've got. <sighs> so it's one thumb up for me. Um, potentially, I, potentially none, but one thumb up, I think, because the boy band stuff's pretty novel. It's an interesting combination, isn't it? No, it is. It's got enough things where I'm like, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. That like, I feel like I have. I feel like it is two two thumbs up. However, just because I, you know, I was I was going around listening to the soundtrack and not really properly caring about any of it. Frankly, I'm gonna give it one as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my actual 
I'm not going to convince myself it's better mm. than I reacted to it. Mm. Mm. That was an interesting sentence. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if that tracks. Cool. Cool. Nice. Awesome. Moving forward. Yep, let's go. Um, I figured I would just finish with, because you were talk- talking about Wakanda or Black Panther in the, I was. the, the previous section. So uh, just just as an interesting tidbit, Wakanda Forever has officially this week finished rap- uh, finished uh, wrapped filming. Sorry, Ooh, finished wrapping. They finished wrapping all their presents. Um, they've wrapped filming. Uh, now, obviously, there was a fair amount of controversy with Letitia Wright, and she's totally an anti-vaxxer. Um, and then I think she spread it or there was COVID on, on thing. I mean, this is, um, this is great. I mean, like, I I wonder if, oh, here's my question to you. Right. What percentage of likelihood is it that they will do reshoots for this movie based on the outcome of Doctor Strange? I don't know. I don't know because I know I know I went on a big WB rant last week about Warner Brothers doing this, but I genuinely just think it's because they're fucking stupid, and I don't think Disney are that stupid. I think they're much better at disguising their um, corporate decision bullshit. Yeah. So I I don't know. Well, if you remember, I mean, if you remember, there was very famous rewrites following um, the release of No Way Home for yeah. Doctor Strange. And I, you know, back to exploring and exploiting because it's my my hot topic learning point at the moment. You know, you've got you've got movies, you've got movies like um, No Way Home that were very clearly exploiting the fans and and the kind of the fan service. Whereas Doctor Strange, it's a it's very much asking you questions and going to be trialing a lot of new stuff. Well, Um, we assume we assume that ah, we will be, of course. I I think you know it might it might. Can we be very honest? I mean, this is my cynical act coming out coming on. It might genuinely just be cameo spectacle central, and it might be a whole load of hot shit. Yeah, it, yeah, it really might be. But but I but I do think that like in some weird in some way, how much of that is actually them trying new things? And I I think for the first, I think it's going to be a lot of new things trialed. And obviously, we've got you know the inclusion of um, the Marvels and stuff that that are going to be making appearances and 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 Scarlet Witch. Yeah. I think that there's a very high chance that we're not going to see the last of the the filming for Black Panther. I think they're going to be picking up filming very soon after this uh, right. this okay. next film's release, but we'll have to okay. wait. To see. Okay. And obviously you've got things like Moon Knight and stuff which I wonder if they're going to wrap into these movies at any point. So um yeah. that's going to be soon pretty that's going to be pretty soon. Um speaking of um reshoots or delete scenes and stuff i guess should we, do you want to talk about the, the video that i sent you oh yes now yes. and i and i've got my my theory about why i think this is brilliant not 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 the scene i mean the scene is also the scene is good well do you want to say what also, the scene is but also why it is well go on then alex what is it right it's a deleted scene from the batman mm. that mm. movie what we talked about last week just last week just last just week just you. just last week and it's with Barry Keegan's Joker, yes. fully fledged. Well, yep. still rather obscurely hidden behind some glass. 
but um, you see much, much more of them of of him than. What do you What do you think of him? Do you want to describe him for us? Ooh, deformed. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a deformed. An unpleasant he, he's looking. The, he's the one that has fallen in the acid, has isn't he? Yeah, that I think that's what it'll be. He's yeah. he's the one that's fallen in the acid at yeah. Ace Chemicals. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. And, yeah, good and, point. And they're and and they're like, well, what what would that actually look like in this world? And the answer is horrific. Horrific. Yeah, exactly. But but I think that's great. I mean, and and obviously, from very very little we've seen, the Joker is. It's kind of like the modern day Macbeth, isn't it? Would you not think everyone's going to have a shot at this? Everyone's having a shot at making their own interpretation yeah, of I it. Think so. But it's like this is that you know obviously we just had Joaquin Phoenix's one, um, and and I think that this looks really good. I mean, it's you've got to be really careful with who you cast. Like the casting of it is ninety percent of it, of course. Yes. Um, yeah. and Barry Keegan good right like he kind of has yeah. that weird omnipotence about him as an actor um you know and the characters that he's played in the past you know along the similar lines to paul dano in the in the riddler casting but yeah why do you think this was released now i mean i get why they removed it from the movie because it would have totally corrupted the pacing yeah, of the movie yeah, it would have totally ruined it and 100%. and and because who would have cared? No, who exactly. Who would have cared once you've once you put the Joker in it? Yeah, you would not care. Well, the, about... the reason what they said oh, yeah. was they took it out was because, um, fans. I think they did a screening for this, and fans expected the Joker to come back at the end. Well, exactly for him that, to be some yeah, part. It's basically, of it. just another, another way of saying the same thing. Like, yeah. who, as soon as you put the Joker in it, he is then the big baddie. Yeah, that everyone just assumes is the guy yeah yeah and um it kind of completely ruins the riddle so no i'm absolutely delighted that it's not in the final <clears throat> cut but of the movie hear which me isn't out. which isn't to say that it's not a good scene but hear me out alex right i will i think there's something genius in this right and this is a genius stroke and if i was in charge of warner brothers i would do this right whilst you make the film you do a ton of these extra scenes, maybe include some extra characters, okay? Yep. And you've got a backlog of loads of different places where you want to take the story next. Maybe maybe contradicting ones, maybe ones that are totally weird and out there. Yeah. And what you have is you have, and you heard it here first, after the film trailers. Now, these are move, these are snippets of the movie that are released six months after the movie has been released and you put them online right. to include the same characters to keep them relevant and to do that bit that the end sting bit usually does at the end of the movie, set up the next film. Right. And it allows you to be able to sustain hype for a certain character as they're bridging the gap between new movies and old movies. It stops movies being accused of being just a setup for the next one. You can just focus on the story and it gives you a plethora of ways in which you can jump. And you've filmed the scene already. And it was filmed when yeah. the movie was there. Yeah. I think this is genius. And if I was Warner Brothers, I would have held on to this for another couple of months, then released this. Now, yeah. it's good as well, because it's like, in hindsight, you would have been like, everyone now has had a chance to see the Batman. They've watched the film. They know the story. You've diffused that whole concern that you and I talked about around... Yeah. Um, you're not going to wait for him to show up because you've seen the movie, so you know he doesn't show up. Yeah. But now you include that, you're like, oh, that's okay. interesting. Here's a, que here's a question, though. 
this is this is a deleted scene, mm. right? So did it happen? Yeah, good question. Yeah, yeah. But 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 I think maybe this is not a great example of what I'm talking about. So to answer your question, probably not. But it has a similar effect, right? Like then, it has a similar it, effect. Does it matter te- if it happened or not? Well, no, that that's what I'm saying, because it has a similar effect, because it hypes you up, because, you know, we also saw at the end of the movie that the Joker is in this, and yeah. this is a more fleshed out version of him, yeah. so which they're going to do we, it regardless. Which we decided was very, ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so it, it, to answer your question of, did this happen in the film, doesn't happen in the film, it doesn't matter in this example, because they showed him at the end of the movie, okay? So therefore, you're like, it doesn't matter if it happened or not. We know it's coming. But well, if you but if you hadn't shown, imagine a world where you hadn't shown that end bit with the Riddler and the Joker in Arkham, and yeah. then you released this, then there would be confusion. Okay. My counter to that, as the film currently is, without the deleted scene... It could be assumed that Batman put the Joker in Arkham. However, maybe not. Mm, mm. Might not have been the Batman. Batman, or the Batman, might not know the Joker yet. We could be looking at that uh, Riddler-Joker interaction as pre-Batman knowing anything about yeah, Joker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think, However, which, which is what I thought, which is what I yeah, thought, certainly. Yeah, which is enticing. But if deleted scene did happen, then that is then no longer the case. So those are two very, very different setups. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I mean, I must admit, I hadn't thought about it that way around kind of like chronology of when they're meeting each other. But as a concept, I'm a, I'm in. After the film trailers, yeah, after no, no, do yeah. do an after the film trailer, do a little stinger, do, you to know, keep us suckling at the tea table. Well, that's it, right? Like, if you were a movie, you'd want to sustain it. Don't do, don't, don't have people waiting around. I think that whole waiting around at the end of the credits thing is, it's fun, but like, you know, I, I, I think there's a better way to do that, and there's a more marketable way to do that. Um, but yeah, that's all I, that's all I want to chat around. Um, in terms of releasing things and things not being released, um, I have a bit of sad news, unfortunately, Alex. Do you? And of course, that is, um, Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League has been delayed the game until 2023, um, giving a very clear slate for Arkham Knights to have a proper run at it this year. Right. Okay. Now, right. It makes a lot of sense. I've I've been asking the question since they dropped both those trailers at exactly the same time of why the hell they are um releasing two mechanically identical games yeah that are not in the same universe that are not in the same universe at the same time it just seems like the weirdest dumbest business decision in the world because uh, why are you releasing it why are you releasing them at the same time when you're you're pitching them to the same people and it's and it's so unlikely for every customer to buy both of them at once and they want people to buy all of them both of them at, at or as close to release as possible and if there's two games you're gonna buy one at a time or 90 yeah. percent of people are gonna buy one at a time. yeah it's just it made no sense well to i me. tell so you what, what if you're montreal i bet you're uh sighing a gas of gas of release because i bet i i bet i i bet i know which one would have done better if you released these two movies at the same time film uh games yeah if, if you film, release these film, fucking uh, okay, if you release these games at the same time 
I mean, yeah. do you know who? Which one do you reckon would have won? Justice League. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, Justice League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squad, yeah, yeah. Justice League, Suicide, yeah. Yeah, Killer, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That would have absolutely. That would have absolutely cleaned up. Yeah. Um. But and I and I because who and cares I, about Robin? Am I right? Well, I think so. I mean, the character it's down to the characters, and it's a new story. Um, in a in a familiar world, and and we're getting you know that that trailer was epic. You know, with the the, the Outcast song with the three. Yeah. Of them, I thought it was a brilliant one. Um, great. I mean, and and we're in the the time is the time is now for superhero games and films i mean i uh, just started playing guardians of the galaxy which has dropped onto um xbox store man that's a great game really yeah. enjoying it i, I played, know i i played the first chapter in december and unfortunately i haven't found the time to dive back into it yeah uh, it, but maybe dropped... easter holidays easter holidays yeah, are starting yeah. next week and that might be my no lifey gaming week i mean i i mean <laughs> i have no time for these sort of games like physically no time to play but i Such it's a shame isn't it but it's finding it's it's dragging me in do you know it's actually that's dragging good. me in I, i'm able to play it in like little 20 minute slots and obviously that's not what it's designed to do no, it's so not. <laughs> but 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 in some ways shape or forms right like that's that's the that's that's the reason that like I that's the reason why these story games are more intriguing for me because I can extend a story game out you know if a new when Fallen Order two comes out oh that was announced by the way that's that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty good when Fallen Order two comes out you know that game is gonna get extended for months for me yeah <laughs> at this rate um that skill tree is gonna well I'm up. I I'm already on my um fourth playthrough of jedi fallen order uh, One. yeah you're a big fan of that game. i yeah. love it i love it so much yeah honestly. i might have to give it another shot um i mean that's really nearly everything for me moving forward do you, do you have anything I've, that you want i do to make... i've got one thing okay go for it i've got one thing and it's about uh michael morbius oh okay yes yeah yeah right <laughs> is this the, the this isn't real the robert downey jr quote is it no no no, no. no I, okay. I couldn't give a shit about that i couldn't give a shit about that what 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 does interest me is the early reactions are out <laughs> the early reactions are out is and it I this, is this no, 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 wait, no, no, please, please 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 please, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, right i am so excited to see this movie i'm not gonna see no, it in no, no. cinema I'm taking you to the cinema. Are you? I'm, take, I'm taking. I'm taking you to the cinema to, to see watch this movie. I'll pay for you. In to fact, see it's it. actually not even the money. It is the money, but it's the time. I, I would. Just... I would buy your ticket if okay. you came to see to, the, to see this in the cinema. Just okay. have a laugh. Uh, be game. Be, okay. Be game. But I, I saw the early reactions were out, and I was like, "Oh, I'll dive in. I'll dive in and dive in." I read one, and then I decided to stop okay. because it was that good. Oh. And it simply said. As bad as you think it's gonna be. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> the problem with this movie is it just doesn't deserve to be being made right now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what's re- you know what re- what's really bothered me is on all the promotion a, on all the promotional material. Movie. I know on all the promotional material of the movie, it says this one line, which is a new Marvel legend arrives or something like that, and I'm like, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Have you seen that line? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what? Okay, so not including the word A, four words. Two of them are wrong. Right. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> nothing, there's nothing new about this guy. Okay, honestly, there's nothing new There's nothing new about the concept of this. And, he's, and, he's cer- and he certainly isn't arriving. No, I'm joking, he's not and, a legend. And the, the, oh, and the other aspect of this is I, I am so enjoying... The Jared Leto overload at the moment because oh, have you seen because have you seen in the him and Anne Hathaway thing 
No, what's this? Uh, Apple TV Apple TV Plus. Oh, he, I have he's, seen this. Yeah. He's yeah, play yeah. he's playing the founder of WeWork. Yeah, and I yeah, remember yeah. you telling me like a couple he of years a ago scumbag, the whole guy. the whole drama about that. Oh, and then, it's and mad then it's, that story. And then it's and then it's Jared Leto and I'm like, oh my god, I want to see that. It's as well. kind of perfect. Yeah, it's kind of I perfect. Kind of, I kind of perfectly want to see that as well. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm all in for the Jared Leto-ness, even though oh, he's Jesus. He's just atrocious. Um before we wrap up, I've got a recommendation for you, mate. It's oh, number on. one on Netflix in the UK at the moment, and that is Stephen Graham's film at the moment. Well, he's the main actor in it called Boiling Point. Oh, yeah. Sit oh. down and give it a watch. That's been on my list for just, a while. Oh, That's been just, on my list for a while. And it, and, it, and it's and the word I would use, it's, it's hyper-realism. It's hyper-realism. It's, it's, it just tells the story of one kitchen on one night. Yeah. It's um, presented as a one-shot. It's always it? a one-shot. Total one-shot. And, uh, and it's everything wait, for me. Ac- wait, 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 wait. No, it's, it's not an actual shot. No. Or a Birdman one, it's, one it, it's a, There's a few. You, you don't see the edit points. They're digitally put together. Well, no, that's the point. It's presented yeah, yeah, as yeah, a yeah. one it's shot. Yeah, yeah, That's what I'm saying. Presented as one shot. You don't see the... the, the um, Points, but they're long. I mean, I it's long. It, drugs. I, oh, I, me I too. It's, it. it's the best that. way. I, I mean, I, I. It's not even that gimmicky because it's so captivating when you tell a story it this is. way. Well, I don't think it's a gimmick because it's not been done that often. You might say it's a gimmick just because I think Birdman is probably when it went super mainstream. Yeah, and then 1917, obviously. Yeah, I mean, but um, 1917, I think, was the. But but it. It, they're marvels when they do it like they are yeah, marvels yeah. of modern cinema when you can pull it off at this point and 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 boiling point is one of the more seamless ones i've seen for a while but it's such an uncomfortable movie to watch cool um, i'm all up for that and it, it's it's not uh it's a pretty bleak film um but it's so captivating. Like Maddie and I were like, well, we'll watch the first. I was like, it was a Thursday night or something. And I was like, oh, we'll stick this on, we'll watch the first half and we'll call it a night. Like that's what right. we typically do. But we watched it all the way through and I kept going, do we want to go to bed? And she's like, no, 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 no. I, can't remember. Keep watching I can't remember the last time you watched the oh, movie all the I, Exactly. It's the la- that's what I was saying. It's the last time I watched the movie all the way through. So it was, it was epic. Um, but yeah, um, and of course, just just on the run, we've obviously got the the the, uh, the secrets of Dumbledore coming up pretty soon. Oh, um, that's that's another one I'm dragging you to. Yeah, I I th- I don't think you'll have to drag me to that one. Okay, I think, okay, I, think I would pay, have. You, you can pay for that one. Oh, uh, what? I feel like I've not got off the good end of this deal. <laughs> I feel like I've still paid for my ticket for Morbius out of this. <laughs> somehow it's really funny it's uh, really funny because ilhem's told me on in no uncertain terms she is not going to see morbius for any amount of why can't i song. do that because oh. you because you have to do it on the podcast uh, mate you're, i don't want to have to do it um yeah, my, my 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 dumbledore news jk rowling has uh most recently been in, been cited by putin as an example of the west trying to cancel russia fantastic <laughs> fantastic <laughs> that's what my that's, god that's the top trending thing right now for the new uh, the new Harry Potter film coming God, out. Really run out of propaganda, haven't they? They're <laughs> scraping the barrel. Alex, Jesus. what do they have to do now? Speaking right, of scraping they, the barrel, right? You got to go out to the Apple Podcasts app, find us on there, give us a cheeky little five star rating if you yes. please. You can also leave us a review there. If you don't want to review the show, you can tell us your favorite movie or favorite movie soundtrack. In all though. caps. Yep, we love to see, read, and hear all of it, especially if it's all caps. Yeah. 
Uh, you can find us on loads of other platforms that you like to listen to your podcasts on. And if you want to get more directly in touch with us, we also have an email address, don't we? Yes, we do. It's motionspod at gmail.com, where you can type in all caps there to your heart's content. Yep. You can stick in a couple of racial slurs. You can uh, you can stick yeah. in... Yeah, just do it. Just do what you want. Because we'll read them out on the show. You can stick in some swear words. You can stick in your political views. Just stick in whatever you fancy. It's great, because we just sit and read it. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, we, we do the filtering, and then we, we and we forward your email on to the, the authorities. So, you know, it's actually yeah. really good, isn't it, yeah. in the end? It's a public service. It's a public service that we, that we, that we do. Um, but in all seriousness, though... Um, if you send it on, we we will tell your mum. Right. Yeah. We will. We will. Wait, my mum. Your mum specifically. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we will tell your mum. Um, do we know what we're doing next week? Oh, and, and thank you very much, KTC Graphic Design. Yeah. Wonderful artworks. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, do we know <laughs> what we're doing next week? I don't know. Uh, it's not. It's not Morbius. That next is it? Oh, I don't think so. Oh God. We've got that weird kind of like last half week of march to go and i don't think okay out. well maybe we'll maybe do some vampire related movies on the lead up we could maybe do um, oh should we do twiglet or league of extraordinary gentlemen <gasps> no, no, no i'm not doing that we're not doing it we're not doing it we're not doing it i just wanted to say that just to get you just gonna I put some clothes on but it's my boot up your arse <laughs> Get so, a so, boots and boots on, or are oh, you getting no. a boot up oh, the arse? Oh, oh, terrible. It's already been done, mate. Yeah, it's already but... been done. Oh, yeah, that would have been the better one to have done. Right, that's us. Thank yeah. you very much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will speak to you again next week. Until then, bye. All right, guys. Ta-ta. <laughs>